0: All right, here we go. Great. Hey there, I'm Nick. I'm in my 20s trying to figure out life and what faith has to do with it. I've got a lot of questions, probably very similar to the ones you've got. But here's the thing. I'm looking for a better answer, and it's difficult to find someone who can help. So I'm bringing on Kyle, a mentor of mine, who's going to help me find a better answer. Hey, everyone. Hey. Kyle, how are you? Uh I'm pretty good. Okay. I'm pretty good. You're pretty good. Yeah. So they your... started out a little bit stressful
1: because I had a, a thing on my calendar for the evening they didn't know about, so I had to change my plans, but mm. yeah. Overall pretty good. How about you?
0: Uh I feel I feel scattered, but you know, ha- good. Good. Yeah. You know? People are I have good friends. Okay. So <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um wasn't it your birthday recently? It was my birthday. It was your birthday. <laughs> 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 so How was it? Was it? <laughs> uh it was great.
1: That was really great. Okay. I took the day off of work. Nice. Highly recommend that. Yep. We don't make a birthday
0: better. Don't work. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it better. You know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were recording, and Kyle texted me, and he said, "Hey, I'm gonna be late to the podcast. I'm going to buy myself a birthday present." <laughs> I did. And I was. I just thought that was so funny. I just.
1: Thought yeah. Was well, to be clear, my wife told me to go buy that present for my birthday. Oh, okay. It was like, hey, this is the thing I wanted to get you, but it's at
0: the store right now. It's going to sell out fast, so get in your car and go buy one. Okay. <laughs> well, great. I'm glad glad you had a good good time. I had a great time. Um, today, first of all, I want to say, uh, if you're interested in joining a young adults group via Crossroads Anywhere based around the concept of this podcast... And if you're enjoying what, what's happening here, if you're getting something out of it, if you feel like there's been impact in your life or somebody else's, um, the concept of being poured into, built into, asking good questions, we're, we're trying to start something. It's not ready. So what we have is a form that you can fill out so that I know you're interested. And so once I know, I can do something with that. So go to crosswords.net anywhere, scroll down on the announcement spot There should be a form you're allowed to fill, that you can fill out, probably called Join Young Adults Group. Something like that. Sweet. Cool? Cool. Cool. Great. I'll answer for him. (laughs) Cool. Today, um, I have no idea what we're going to talk about. Okay. I'm feeling kind of up to a challenge. Like, I want it to be a difficult question. All right.
1: Let's do do a difficult question day. Yeah?
0: Okay. I don't know what that would be. Yeah. Or it could be, like, about spiritual gifts or something like that. Finding out what Mm, those are. Let's go difficult question. Difficult? You're feeling it too? Okay. Okay. So, how do you feel about... Why do bad things happen to good people?
1: Oh, I like this question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I really do like this question. It's a hard one. Yeah. It, it's it's a big one though, and I think it's the thing that throws more people off of faith than yes. anything else. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, it's the reason that you you hear people like deconstructing their faith. Have I? Have you? you, you I have, have heard of it. You've heard of this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the basic thing is, you know, somebody who believes in in God, sort of. Pulls apart the faith. They deconstruct yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And at the end of it, oftentimes they end up with right. no faith. And right. I think it has a premise of being about intellectual thoughts. Mm-hmm. But underneath, a lot of times, it's somebody who's been hurt <clears throat> and let down okay. and disappointed by okay. God. Something bad happened to me. Yeah. yeah. And I don't understand why. And I'll okay. say this is one of those questions that I don't think is theoretical for people. Like it, it starts there. Yeah. You know yeah. like theoretically, why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah. Well, whatever answer you come up with before something really tragic has happened to you or somebody you love, mm-hmm. it it'll be dissatisfying to yeah. you when that actually does happen in your life. Right, right. It's something that you have to wrestle through when the horrible thing happens. Mm, yeah. That's that's one of the things I say about it. That was that was true for me anyway. I had like I don't know. Uh, I could have answered this question on a test really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then tragedy hit my life. Yeah. And yeah.
0: then I had to go like, wait, what do I really think? Okay. Interesting. It turns out this is real. So, okay. First, are we talking about deconstruction? Or are we talking about why do bad things happen to good people?
1: Why do bad things happen to good people? Because okay. I think it's at the root of why a lot of people end up walking away from their faith.
0: Interesting. Which I, by the way, I think that's different from deconstructing. I think there is a healthy element. To removing things of faith that you've been taught that aren't true. Oh, definitely. Okay. So then yeah. what's just, we, t- we brought it up. So, what's the difference between that and deconstructing?
1: Um, deconstructing is at the end, I end up with nothing constructed.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Remodeling oh, your I faith see. is awesome. I highly encourage you to remodel your faith. Yeah, Remodel all the time. I mean, uh-huh. I think that that's, that's what the process of learning is. It's Got like, it. oh, I thought it was this, and th- the more I learn, yeah. now I see it this other way. I see. Um, that's curiosity, asking questions. I think all that stuff is critically, critically, critically important. And Jesus, yeah. by the way, is one of the only major religious figures, possibly the only one. I mm-hmm. haven't found anybody else, but yeah. maybe there is out there I don't know about, Yeah, who actually says, like, ask me questions. Mm-hmm. And you think about how radical that is in terms of just world religion, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. the world religion and the leader of it says, question me. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what Jesus says. He's like, <clears throat> ask and it shall be answered. Like, right. Ask right. me questions. Right. He's begging us to. So yeah. remodeling your faith. Awesome. Deconstructing your faith where at the end you end up with nothing left. Yeah. Uh, I think that's tragic.
0: Okay. I see what you're saying. So you're saying... Have the courage to ask hard questions. Have the yeah. courage, and then be be actually curious. Like, what's the actual answer? Can we find it? Yeah. Okay. Do that's you know? A, do you know that you're playing with a word that's extremely, uh, what's the word, like charged in society right now, <laughs> deconstruction? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> and you're adding the word remodel.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm trying to give you a different word. Okay, I like it. Because it, again, I I just think, um, you know. It, it, <laughs> What are you looking for right. when you deconstruct? Yeah, um, and it, what would you like to end up with? Well, I'd still mm. like to end up with a house, right? That's safe yeah. and yeah. Uh, meaningful and my home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but if I was to deconstruct my house and end up with a pile of crap, right? And yeah. there's no roof over my head. That's yeah. dissatisfying. Yeah. Remodel my house. That's that's something else entirely. That's I that's see. really good.
0: I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna be. We're going to be courageous today and ask a hard question. So yeah, can we, I don't even know where to begin. Like, why do bad things happen to good people? I think that starts usually with the experience and like there's tons and tons of tragic events that happen in the world. Yes. And it's really easy, myself included, to look at something either in my life or in somebody else's life and go, why would God either make that happen or allow that to happen, you know?
1: Yes. Um, and this is where we have to get to talk about a few things together. Um, one is what's God's will. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. wrapped up in this question of why do bad things happen to good people? Right. Um, I would, I'd propose quickly that when some horrible tragic thing happens, yeah. it's not God's will. Okay. 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 So there would be well-meaning Christians who, when something horrible happens they go, ah, it's just God's will. Mm, yeah. But, you know, right. your grandma got hit by that bus. That right. was just his will. It's all part of his plan. Yeah. No, it's no. not his will, and it's How do you know that? not part of his plan. How do you know that? Because it says that his will is good, perfect, and pleasing. Okay. Uh, was, was it good, perfect, and pleasing if your grandma got hit, hit by a bus? I would say no. No? Okay. So? I have plans to harm you. Or, uh, sorry, <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not what he says. That, that's hilarious. That's the Jeremiah verse.
0: What does he say?
1: Uh, he says... <laughs> Uh, I have plans to prosper you, not harm you. I see.
0: Okay, that's but, what he says. But if it still happens, like, isn't that a form of God's will?
1: Um, let me let me explain it this way. Okay, okay. so let yeah. me let me actually read the verse that I just mentioned. Yeah. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Okay. Plans to give you hope yeah. and a future. Yeah. That's God's will. Yeah. However. The environment we operate is not one where only God's will happens. Sometimes my will happens. Sometimes mm-hmm. your will happens. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a, the will of a horrible, evil person, a dictator, happens. Okay. And genocide happens in countries. That's not God's okay. will or his plan. It's that his will isn't the only will who's able to have a, a real, lasting impact in our world. You have a will, and I have a will, and so does everybody else alive. Okay. That's part of why... The Lord's Prayer, yeah. Jesus says don't pray um, for your will to happen every day. Pray for God's will. So he says you know, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. May your kingdom come. May your will be done. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. would Jesus pray and tell us to pray for God's will to happen if it was just always happening all the time anyway? Hmm. That wouldn't make any sense. I see what Jesus you're never says pray every day for gravity. <laughs>
0: Well no, it's just we don't need to pray for that. We have gra- gravity exists. You don't know. Somebody's like a group of ten people <laughs> praying for gravity every day. <laughs> special
1: assignment. Thank you, uh, everybody praying for gravity this whole time. Thank you so much. Really helpful. Really, really helpful. No, you don't have to ask for that because that's yeah. just happening. Okay. So I don't think Jesus is, is is out there going, hey, waste your time by praying for something that's already already just gonna happen anyway. Right. No, right. it's you'd pray for God's will to happen because God's will oftentimes doesn't happen. Okay. Somebody else's will happens.
0: Well, okay. Something else I hear is this word sovereign. Uh-huh. And it's always, it's, it's always a confusing word for me. I don't always, I don't even, like, what does that mean? Just sovereign. Just by itself. Uh, it means I am the highest ruler. Okay. So what I hear is- That is the sovereign. God is sovereign. So what you're saying, so God's the highest ruler. hmm And that kind of implies if something bad happens, it's still happening according to what he wants. Uh, no.
1: No? Doesn't. This is a misconception with the word sovereign. Okay. Sovereign, highest ruler. Yeah. Uh, greatest power. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, would you said Qu- Queen Elizabeth, RIP, yeah. reigned for years and years, uh-huh. whatever long, 70 years or something. Yeah. In those 70 years, she was the sovereign. Literally, that's her title. She's the sovereign of the nation. Yeah. Did things happen in England that weren't her will? Yes. Yes, of course. Okay. I see. It's because she wasn't the only will. She was the highest. She was the the highest form of rule, but she wasn't the only one. And in fact, what a a ruler does is they hand authority to other people Hmm. to execute their will. But those people are free agents and they can make a choice of whether to adhere to the the sovereign's rule and will or make their own choice. Hmm. And the reality of the world we live in is we live in a world where the will of Billions of other people and beings is constantly happening yeah. every day. Yeah, That's not God's will. And that has massive impact on everything.
0: Okay. Well, okay, now I'm confused. <laughs> so there's bad things that happen in the world. Really, really, really bad things. Yeah. And God exists. And somehow I'm supposed to reconcile that together and go, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm good with God. No problems. Yeah. Well, and I think we have to, the reason I bring this up, yeah. that there's other
1: wills, mm-hmm. is because the starting point of saying, why do bad things happen to good people, is saying, does God cause the bad things? Got it. Is he the cause of the bad things? And I would say, no, not, not at all. He's not the cause of the bad things. Yeah. Uh, the bad things happen for two reasons. One, broken people doing bad things, mm-hmm. and we live in a broken world. Mm-hmm. Scripture is very clear from the very beginning. The world we live in is fundamentally yeah. Yeah. broken. Right. And people fundamentally have a disposition towards doing things that aren't the will of God. That's what that's what sin is. Yeah. Sin is, yeah, yeah. I did something that's not God's will. Okay. Okay?
0: Okay. So you're saying I, I could personally choose to go against God's will and actually cause some real harm totally. in this world that God didn't want. Yeah. Okay. I'll bet you did today or this weekend. I did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right.
1: You know, did you have to apologize to anybody in the last three days? I I did. did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, I did something God didn't want me to. (laughs) If I had to say, sorry. Okay. Um, That was not his will. Right. That probably hurt somebody. Okay. So,
0: okay. You know, those are, those are micro examples, but that's, that's,
1: that's, that's how it plays out and it can play out at, at massive scales. And so then you have to ask the question, well, if God doesn't cause the bad things, does God allow
0: that's, the bad things? That was my next question.
1: And and the answer is, well, he appears to. Yeah, I mean, it happens, so. Uh-huh. Hmm. And so then you have to say, well, well, why? Yeah, why? Why would he allow the right. bad things to happen? And, and that's where you get into um, uh, a bigger question about what sort of universe and reality you might like to live in. Yeah. Okay, so I'll come back to this question in a second, but I want to mm-hmm. take us on a little bit of a detour because it's going to lead us back to that exact point. Great. Does, does he allow? Great. And he appears to. Why? Okay. Um, you can live in a universe. Nick, I'm going to give you an option. Okay. You get to choose. I, One of the option A or option B. Yeah. Okay, option do. A. The universe is uh, pre- Planned Pre-planned. for you. Okay. Okay. Like everything's you, in a row. Yes. You, assi- well, you're going to be like a computer program. Got it. You will have no will. Okay. You will have no mind. Yeah. You will just, but you will do things perfectly. Okay. Okay. But. But it just happens. It's, it's just, you, you can't not do, do you, it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. You're, yeah, yeah. you're, you're a robot. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. make you a robot. Yeah. To do exactly, and, and, and I'm God. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> of course, in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> in this situation. Uh, so I'm going to make you a robot, and I'm yep. going to program you to do exactly what I want you to do. Okay? okay. That's option A, universe, reality for you. Cool. Would you like that one? Or yep. behind door number two, option B, uh-huh. is a universe where – um, oh, let me make this point about option number one. Yeah, yeah. Um, in universe number one, yeah. you're a robot.
0: Yeah. C- can you love me? Uh if i'm programmed to yeah right so what is love then <laughs> uh something somebody made happen in me that i can't otherwise not do okay that's a question
1: if i programmed my wife uh-huh to make me breakfast every morning yeah she had no choice uh, yeah i programmed her as a robot to make me breakfast would you say my wife was loving me
0: no it's that's just it's not an act of love. It's just what she has. She's yeah. just, like forced to do it.
1: Love is on <clears throat> my own. I choose to sacrifice for you. Mm. That's okay. what love is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So an option, universe number one, it's important to note that I would argue love is not possible in this universe. Yeah. It's yeah. robot. You pre- pr- 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 right. program. Okay. Right. Option two, option for love exists. Um, because I'm going to tell you what I believe is best for you. Mm-hmm. And what I'd like for you. I'm going to yeah. promise you that actually that if you'll do what I say, yeah. uh, if you'll follow my guidance and instruction, you'll have the best life. I'll, I'll say something like, I know the plans I have for you, plans yeah. to prosper yeah. you and not to harm you, to give you hope in a future. Here's how, the things you do, mm-hmm. to have that. Here's what you do to, to have that thing, Nick. Okay. 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 Um, however, yeah. you can choose. I can choose not to. And you can choose not to. Okay. Um, and so can everybody else. Yeah. The yeah. upside is you can actually experience love. Yeah. The downside is you'll probably also experience pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would you rather
0: have? Is it worth it? I mean, obviously, I get what you're get- getting at. And, I mean, yeah, I would I would choose freedom, like the choice to love. Yes. Because to live in a world that's already just, chosen, pre-programmed, no choices, nothing like that, that's not like real living, you know? It's not. I want to be able to choose. I think you have to have that if you want to have love. And I want to have free
1: will, you know? Yeah. And <clears throat> and that's the, that's the basic scenario that I see play out. Okay. As God went, I'm creating a universe that has the capacity for love. Yeah. Therefore, it has to have the capacity for the opposite of love.
0: Okay. Well, that brings the question then. I hope this doesn't derail us too much, but... Like, does the pain ever end? Genuinely, like, we're in a world. It yeah. broke. It broke. We're current. We're currently living in that. I experience pain every day. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's very tiny. Sometimes it's very large. Do I like? Eventually, I'm gonna die. Will I? <laughs> are we just <laughs> destined for a world with this for eternity? Uh, no. It gets it gets way better. It gets way and better, and it can get better here
1: too. Hmm. As a by the way. Okay. Okay. So. The miracle that I think most people want from God yeah. in relation to our question, why do bad things happen to good people, is most people want the miracle of God to be that bad things don't happen to yeah. good people. Yeah. That's what we want the <clears throat> miracle to be, uh-huh. that the bad things just never happen. Yeah. It's not the miracle. Okay. Okay, because of everything we just talked about. But there is a miracle. And the miracle is, I will take the bad thing that happened to you and mm-hmm. I will redeem it. Mm. And I will create beauty out of ashes. Okay. So there's a scene where um, Jesus comes on on the scene. This is, I think, it's Luke four. Let me let me check real quick. Yeah. So I want to get this right for everybody. Luke four, Jesus goes away. He's tempted in the wilderness. This is the start of his ministry. And then he he comes back, and He's handed a a a, uh, a book in a synagogue. Okay. So goes to the wilderness, comes back, goes into a synagogue, which is like the religious building yeah. of the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he asked for the scroll of Isaiah. And, uh, oh, this is a weird version. That's what it is. I'm reading this like, why is this like so <laughs> weird? It's the King James version.
0: Yeah. That, Hold on. Let me change this. Sometimes.
1: To, I'm just going to put it to New King James and it'll be so much more understandable. Um so he gets he, he gets out of the wilderness, starts his ministry. First thing he does, he goes to the synagogue to announce like what he's there for. It's like his mission statement. Okay. Um above everything. And he he takes it, he opens it to Isaiah.
0: Oh dang it, it didn't update. Jeez. Ah, <laughs> Come on, Kyle.
1: Uh there we go. I mean, this is, you can read this in Luke 4, verse 16 through 20. Okay. Yeah. Um, He opens it to the the prophet Isaiah and it says, when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, Mm. to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, mm. to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And so he just opens this and he goes like, this is what I'm going to do.
0: What was the last? To proclaim the acceptable year?
1: Uh-huh. We don't have time to get into that one. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Um, but he's quoting from from Isaiah. And Isaiah is this, this prophetic book yeah. that... Basically, like it lays out the promise of the Messiah in a really palatable way. Okay. So now I'm going to flip to Isaiah where he's reading from and I'm going to continue with that statement. Okay. So we just read to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Okay. Uh So we're picking up on Isaiah 61. Okay. um, Verse two, because he's been quoting from it. It turns out this entire time, Isaiah 60, 61. Verse two, to re- proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, mm. to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, mm. the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, yeah. that they may be called trees of righteousness, the plantings of the Lord, that he may be glorified. The miracle of Jesus is that he goes, hey, I'll take the pain that you have. Mm-hmm. And I'll mm-hmm. turn it into something beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'll take your ashes and <clears throat> yeah. I'll give you beauty. I'll take your mourning and I can turn it into joy. I can take heaviness and turn it into praise. Yeah, yeah. that's the miracle of Man. God.
0: I want to. I want to share my experience of that because I've 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 experienced that. Mm-hmm. So like maybe four years ago, um, I was dating a girl and I, I had made her my whole life. Right, mm-hmm. what the Bible would call an idol. I put her before God. Mm. And I we ended up breaking up because she ended up she was seeing someone behind my back. Um, felt extremely betrayed, extremely heartbroken. It was terrible. I ended up moving to Buffalo, New York, for three months for an internship. Mm-hmm. It was very painful. I was alone. I had to find new people while I was there. I remember Saturday. I would every Saturday I would find a coffee shop. I would I would spend the entire day there by choice. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed doing that, but I just remember just pain. Constant, constant pain every single week. And I had no idea why. I could not understand it. But then you fast forward, and like I I determined while I was there. Like I remember praying to God. I said, hey, I know there's broken pieces inside of me that are just rumbling around. I can't even name them. I I just completely surrender those to you. Can you please do whatever you want with those while I'm in Buffalo? And he did that completely and radically. Mm. Um, While I was there, he taught me what true forgiveness was. So I started healing mm. from those pains because I was able to forgive, um, and then he he actually also taught me what real love was, you know, like agape, sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Love is can be sacrificed for others um, instead of what I thought it was, which was take. I need to feel something mm-hmm. for it in order for it to be real. And while it was extremely painful um, coming back to Cincinnati, I I just it was it was wild. I I, I look back on those three months as. <clears throat> Uh, a launchpad of God making me into more of who he created me to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I look back on that with joy. Like I would gladly, gladly do that again, Mm -hmm. knowing how God worked on me and who he's made me be today through that experience. And I'm telling you, it was extremely painful and I wouldn't trade it for anything.
1: I love that. Yeah. I love it. I've had moments like that in my life too, where the you can almost see it play out. Like you're like, oh my gosh, this is so painful right now. But oh wow, it's it's really good on the other end. I'm so happy that I went through that thing because it's yeah, made me yeah. it's made me better. I've, I've been redeemed by it. Right. And I'll say that there there are there are moments like that in life where even without a faith in Jesus, yeah. something hard can happen and you can learn from it. You can totally. get really difficult feedback from your <laughs> boss. It stings in the moment. It's so hard. Yeah. But man, it was the thing that no one's ever told you before, and you you are able to humbly apply it. And you make progress, you never could work. You can do it without faith, right? Yeah. I'll yeah. say with faith, there's miracles where things that should not be able to be redeemed can be redeemed. Sometimes they happen here and now while I'm still alive on this earth, like mm-hmm. the story you just told, mm-hmm. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Other times they are redemptions that will happen and pay out into eternity.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they don't, yep. they're not fully redeemed right now. Right. You know, I think right. about in my life, my, my big tragedy. Was my father in law taking his own life? Yeah, that I can't look at my life and go, ah, "Gosh, <laughs> you know, God's really made that such a great thing." Yeah, yeah. Well, n- no, that's right. That's massive. Yeah. However, I do trust that into eternity, mm-hmm. that will mm-hmm. be redeemed somehow. How right. I don't know. Right. I I just know this is the promise He makes. I'm yeah, going to give you yeah. beauty for those ashes. Right.
0: That's good. And you're right. And I've actually been processing this with my friends. Um, healings in general, like mm-hmm. it's it's a weird topic, you know. It's like, well, what is it? How does it work? How does it work? Um, and what I, when I've been reading recently in the Bible, I've noticed Jesus, a lot of times, he just sends people away. Like, I'm gonna heal this person, but <laughs> you're not allowed to watch. Mm-hmm. But the way we treat it, or just in general, Christian culture, is like we want to see it as a sign. Yeah. And the one time Jesus was asked to prove it as a sign. He just said no and left. (laughs) Uh So I think you're right. Like healing is so much more about healing the person and caring about the person uh, individually. Yeah. Or their heart. And I think God cares more about eternity um, than something momentary, like you said, which is hard. It's a hard thing to swallow too in some situations. But I think, I mean, eternity, eternity is eternity and life is finite. It's a, it's a, it's a blink. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we're, I can't believe it's already been half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. Um, I don't even know. Did we even answer the question? Yeah, we did. I think it's a question that's,
1: that's bigger than a 30 minute conversation. Right. What I hope is for anybody listening, we gave you a little bit of a primer. Yeah. To, to, about how to think on it. Yes. And what to consider. Yes. Um, I'll also say to, you know, anybody who's experienced a massive tragedy, part of the processing you have to do is, with God and if you're angry at God currently yeah you let my grandma get hit by that bus or whatever the thing is for you right right man the most healthy thing you can do is tell him yeah and just say God I'm really mad right now yeah what are you doing and where are you right that's a totally acceptable prayer and it's there's Psalms in the Bible that sound just like that Totally, it's healthy to process yeah. Um and God's God's a big God. He can he can take your cries, he can take your complaints. Questions. You don't have to pretend like you feel a different way. Yeah. Um yeah. my my biggest plea with you would be have a real conversation after that too. Keep going. Absolutely. Don't just yell, yeah. slam the door and drive away forever.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. And to add to that, I would say if if you're courageous enough to ask questions, like I think something will come out of that. And God, like Kyle said, uh, God's able to handle your questions, yeah. especially the big ones. Like, he definitely can. And if you need help with um, wa- walking through that with somebody, find a friend who's, very, who's willing to ask honest questions and willing to find honest answers. Yes. Um, also, you can, you can set up time with me as well. I have one last thing, Kyle. Yeah. I think you, you mentioned some lofty promises that mm-hmm. Jesus said, like, this is my mission statement. This is what I'm here for. This is mm-hmm. who I am. And I, I bet you there's some people listening who want that and have yet to receive that. How do they do that? Receive what? Jesus. Oh. With those promises.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty simple. I mean, you'll hear in different faith traditions of Christianity, different like yeah. ways of receiving Jesus or saying yes to him right. or ask him into your heart. All, all these phrases like that. But the idea is pretty simple. You you just say to Jesus, you can pray this with me. You can Just say, um, Jesus, I believe that you are who you said you are, and would you help me believe that more? I want everything good you have for me. Thank you for forgiving me. Help me follow you. Amen. I mean, it's not yeah. it's yeah. not complicated, right? Absolutely. And you just start on a journey of faith, and a journey of faith is always yeah. I, I can kind of see it and I kind of can't, but right. I walk forward right. anyway. Yeah. That's what faith is. It's not certainty. It's right. faith. It's a
0: choice towards towards him, Jesus. Yeah, yep. that's what it is. And if you have more questions or confusion around that, again, set up a time with me, crosswords.net slash anywhere, find our team, and then find me, Nick Snyder. And there should be a link so that you can set up a time. We can talk more about your questions. Yeah, sweet. This was good. Great. All right. Hey, we love you guys. See you next week. Bye.